hey, you over there with the big idea. I know you're thinking, wow, this big idea, this thing I want to invent, this thing I want to create, this thing I want to do. Oh, gosh, I don't even know if it makes any sense, if anybody's going to jump on with me, believe in my vision. I know it seems different. It's not with the status flow. Let me tell you something. Don't you dare give up on that. Just because you have a different idea, because you have this new invention, you think is maybe it's not time yet. Maybe it's something for the future, something from the past, and you want to reinvent this. Let me tell you, so many inventors, so many people out there doing new things, you know, go through the same struggle, the same thoughts, sometimes get discouraged, put something on hold and decide, oh, I'm going to go ahead with this. I mean, we battle a lot of times with the same thing, but the difference is some people have either a support team and some people don't have a support team, but they have enough tenacity and belief in their own vision to just step out and do it. And some are adventurous where you say, I don't know how this is going to go. I don't know who's going to even want to be part of it or whatever it is, but I'm going to do it anyway and see what happens. You know, they're daredevils, they're, they're risk takers. But um, I don't want you to give up on that big idea, that thing you want to do. You know, I want you to just go ahead and do it because you know what? That thing can be cutting edge. And so we're going to talk more about that when I come back. In the meantime, I want you to. You can still get your life back. Get your life back. It's real. Get your life back. Get your life back. Good day, everybody. This is one of my inspirational Mondays, Monday Motivation. I'm so glad you have joined me. Some of you are going to see this later, but you know what? I just want you to be inspired and motivated to be you, to be the best you, to have joy inside, learn to find your own moments of happiness, not relying on other people, um, to, to be able to do that naturally. So it's always about self-empowerment, learning how to pull inspiration from different things, but the most important place to pull inspiration is from within yourself. And so you have to build up your spiritual self and your mind and everything in order for you to live that way where you can be that change agent, where you can make the difference as well. You can be your own counselor. You can be your own coach. You can be your own minister. Learn how to do those things to yourself. Even as a minister, I've learned to minister to myself. Exactly. It, it really, that's where ministry even started. Ministering to myself, building myself up. Um, praying, of course, for myself, but also feeding my spirit, feeding myself. And when we learn to really do those things and master those things to where it becomes a lifestyle, then it's it becomes more easy for you to convey uh, a particular message to other people as well, because you've already been in the practice. And I, even when I think about how um, I started like praying a lot within you know in my early 20s and when i'm saying praying a lot i mean praying like around the house in different rooms and and um casting down things that is contrary to god or contrary to what god says who god says i am and contrary to his word and uh, contrary to maybe any kind of core disbelief that i had any disempowering thoughts that i had and even when it comes to family and friends so i realized i started doing what we call intercessory prayer 
going in different spaces and taking out look i went old school get the bottle of olive oil it's not the oil that the power is in the oil is in the name of jesus the oil is in prayer to god but the oil we know represents the, the anointing of god the power of god it's just a symbol it's symbolic for anointing for blessings so using that and just because it's by faith but you're just doing it and you're praying and you're going in every room and you're pulling down strongholds and, and you're telling the enemy, you can't have me, you can't have my child, you can't, you know, all of that. So when it came time for me to be used in ministry, I wasn't, I was being my authentic self. I wasn't fabricating anything because it's something that I already have practiced at home. It was something that I did genuinely. So that's what I'm saying, to be genuine in everything that you do. But today I wanted to focus on, I don't know, a little bit of that had to come out, I guess. That wasn't the way I was going. On, again, the self-empowerment. This is for people who feel like they always have a different opinion or a... Um, a perception of things that feel like the outcast you don't go with the status flow um you know are you always thinking on a higher level in some degrees or just different and a lot of times we feel that and we see that in a negative light because you don't always fit in your ideals are different and what i want you to do because i'm always talking about your perception a lot of things that we do or the way we live our life is based on our perception. That could be a negative perception and that could be a positive perception. The positive side of it helps you to cope and, and adjust to things in life. And to focus more on what's working in your life rather than what's not working in your life. So example, uh, you may be going through something, as a situation and you're facing some blocks towards a certain goal. And so your perception can be... Well, maybe this is all happening because it's not meant for me to do this. And, you know, it seems like it's so hard. And then you start thinking about other people doing it. And so you just give up. The positive side of perception can be, you know what? This is a life lesson. Maybe it's not the season right now, but I'm going to learn something out of this. I'm going to write things down that I'm getting from this particular situation. I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to move on or... You know, so you're learning to look at it from a different angle, from a different way. So it's not stifling you. It's not keeping you stuck and in prison and, and living in fear where you're just not going to move forward. Or, you know, instead of saying, well, let me do this a different way. That's the difference between people who have that optimistic mindset versus those who don't. They see things a different way. So today I was focusing more on that you can be the change agent. You can be the, the um, I had a word in my mind when I started this something to do with um cutter being a um oh i forgot what my mind was going but you being the risk taker so what you have a different ideal so what you have a different perspective on certain things it doesn't mean you because you i don't want you to stay in a negative space where i don't fit in so i'm just gonna i'll remove myself no what if you are the person with the oh cutting edge that's what it was thank you lord <laughs> what if you are the cutting edge person think about people who created and invented things that nobody else is doing at the time or if they was doing you just didn't know about it because there's always majority of the time there's so many of us on this earth somebody else have a very similar idea that you have but we come with our own uniqueness we approach it differently that's what i want you to focus on so what if you are the cutting edge 
What if your idea, so I'm getting you to think again in a positive, with a positive perception and perspective on things. Don't stay in this negative space. I want you to focus on, you know what, maybe my idea or what I um, want to invent or something I want to do. Maybe this is going to make the difference. Maybe I'm going to be the forerunner on this thing. Maybe, you know, I'm going to be the visionary. And when I say forerunner, you'll be the one to start something and other people will come behind because you will help. By you doing that, you deposit something in somebody else that it motivates them and inspires them. Like, you know what? Cheryl did this and she didn't wait for permission for nobody. She just went on and did her thing. You, you know, had all that drive and tenacity. She didn't wait to build a team. A team came after, but she just went and did it. It goes back to what I mentioned before. I'm not waiting for somebody to tell me, oh, you're on now. No, no, no. Cheryl was on before that even happened. So it'll be natural, a natural um, transition into maybe doing something on the next level. But because I've been working at it in a, maybe in a different way, on a, in a, a different level, um, I was still doing the work. So it's, a, it's like action. It's like you're having a vision, but you're putting things into action. But you're doing things already. So a lot of times you may hear people, um, one of my pastors used to say this, I speak what I see, like I, I say what I see. And so when sometimes she moved in like maybe the prophetic or something or she spoke things or she called you a certain title or something, it's because it was already on you, whether um, you was a, a minister or a prophet or a teacher or whatever it is. Um, and then in the natural world, you know, things that maybe you are, you're creative, you're a speaker, you know, you're authors or something, you know, your talent. It's because you was already operating in it before it may be manifested on a different level, on a bigger platform. But you was already that. You're not, when we say becoming, sometimes when we say becoming a thing, it could be just becoming on a higher level of what you've been doing. It's being manifested or it's being shown to the world now. You know, you're becoming the person you was meant to be. You understand what I'm saying? There's something that you already possess and now you have fed it, you, you're cultivating it, you're growing, you're learning, you know, how to um, maybe get more clarity on it. Whatever it is, maybe it's a message. And now that you got more clarity on it, you know what your message is to the world. You know exactly what you want to share with people and what you want them what you want them to get out of their message or out of the book. Or you maybe you're a talent and you uh, you convey a certain image or persona to your audience, whatever that is. You're more clear on it now, and now you're showing up. And that person, it's like something that's growing and finally it's mature. And now it's like, bam. But they was already working on that thing, just moving to different levels. But I, I want you to focus on, think about why you, what you do that makes you different. How you think, how does that make you different? And I want you to see in another light, like, wow, you know what? My differentness, I just made up a word probably. <laughs> Um, makes me unique. This is something that can help me stand out. Um, and if you're in business and you have a different idea for business, um, maybe this, cause this is what business is all about finding, cause you can have, be in a market where there are a lot of people, it's very saturated with people doing the same thing you're doing. However, it's part of building your business and building a brand is finding out how you present your product to the market your approach so that's going to entail you going into yourself and 
finding out what you possess, what's unique about you, what's different about you. Are you quirky? Are you humorous? Um, do you have this big heart that you just love people? Embrace that. Don't feel bad about that. You're always going to have somebody criticize you for your personality and your and try to assault you know insult your character. Those people always exist for everybody. I just want you to know you are not by yourself. So I don't want you to go inside yourself and, you know, because we can internalize stuff and then, oh, it's all about me and this and that. And everybody, just that some, everybody has those critics. But what I'm saying is just that some people know how to ignore it or know how to use it for their benefit. Okay. Because again, they're looking at it from a different perception. Okay. I've heard people say it was my enemies that made me. Um, who I am today. If it wasn't for my enemies, I wouldn't be here. So thank you, enemies. I'm going to send you a thank you card. See, you understand what I'm saying? See, that's the mindset. You could go either way. You can be like, you know, all these people criticizing me. Nobody likes what I do or what I say. It seems like I'm always indifferent. I'm just going to shut down. Mm -mm. No, I want you to turn on the mindset that says, Okay, that's okay. Keep on doing that because you're just going to make me come back better. Okay, critics, I see what you're saying. It's all right. I'm just going to keep going. Evidently, I must have something of, of importance to say or that triggers attention from people because people wouldn't be saying things. That's the mindset change. That's what I want you to focus on, that you are the cutting edge person, that you are the one that's coming out with something different. And if you have a big vision behind something, maybe something you you want to do that's going to change the lives of people you're thinking about those people this is like when it comes to like targeting your audience for whatever you do um, messenger author speaker entrepreneur um whatever that is um this is the difference you're thinking about the people you're going to serve already so you're not really worrying about the little thing amps and stuff that come along in the middle of what you're doing or even when you get to place because you know like they say the bigger a bigger level the bigger devils you're gonna have to deal with it so if you don't know how to deal with all of that opposition stuff now and you're trying to head to a particular level or stage if you can't deal with those amps then uh, what you're going to do when you get on the bigger platform where there are the bigger devils what are you going to do then so i don't want you to puck out <laughs> i want you to learn how to deal with that and how what we say, you know, in Christendom, and if we get it, take it from scripture, what the enemy has meant for evil, God would turn it around for your good. So what people intend for evil to use against you, use that as a catalyst to even shine more. I'm bigger and badder now than I've ever been before. Let me tell you something, even in, in media or in entertainment, they use that as leverage. For their platform, whatever platform it is, when you entertain, it's like, okay, you're going to use all that negativity and the naysayer stuff to push you even further. Because they, they looking at it like, okay, I must got something because folks are just, they use, you know, that's what a lot of, um, uh, I said entertainment, but it's a lot of those, um, like, not news networks, you know, but there's a lot, paparazzi, there's a lot of different um, entertainment shows that for them, the negativity gives them more ratings. Wake up, brain. It's Monday early morning. <laughs> it gives them ratings. You know there's a lot of shows on TV. If they, they wouldn't even be on TV this long if they didn't have so many critics or people saying things. But you know what? It's attention. 
it's media attention. So for them, it's like, bring it on. Okay. You know, unless it's just so bad that it's like nobody wants you and you're not making money. But if people are tuning in every week with all of their criticism and all of their negativity, yet they still tune in every week for that particular show or um, a news show or whatever. So it gives them more ratings, which helps them to become more rich. You understand? You see where I'm going? So they've used, they've learned to leverage the naysayers and the yaysayers. So that's what I'm telling you to do. Leverage the yaysayers and the naysayers for your purpose. So I want you to know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That God has created you for such a time as this for a particular purpose or for many things. And I want you to go ahead and be you. You know, and... I want you to think differently about stuff. Then you do things differently, and then you'll stand out, and you'll un and then you'll see this other people that you pull or inspire, that you attract, that you become a magnet for, and you realize, wow, I always felt like. And I have a video. If you go to my YouTube channel, Cheryl Get Your Life Back, if you find a video on. The Misfit Syndrome. I don't think it's called the Misfit Syndrome. I don't know. I'm trying to remember because I talk about that a lot in a couple of videos. Growing up and feeling like the misfit, like something a little broken, not totally, maybe like, and we, it's funny how we all think this, but everybody in the world got, have shortcomings. Everybody falls short of something. Everybody deal with some form of trauma or go through hardships in life. Uh, and everybody goes through something. So, so you have to get out of the, your own world or, oh, it's just, no, honey, I don't care how large somebody looks to you. They have a story. And if they keep living, they're going to get a story. <laughs> so get out of that, okay? But that misfit syndrome is just feeling like you are a little defected in some ways. And I, and I get the misfit syndrome from an old Christmas animation show called the Mis the Land of the Misfit Toys. I don't think that was the title of the show itself, but there was a place called the Land of the Misfit Toys. Now, for those of you who may be 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years old, know what I'm talking about. And those shows still come on TV around the time of the year anyway, because it's there. We, this is the holiday season. When I created this video, for those of you who may see this years later, um, this is 2019 November. So so it's, it's near the holiday time. Thanksgiving and Christmas is coming up. And they still put those shows on TV, those Santa Claus shows. But it was a land of the Midfits toys that any toy that was defected would go to that land. Um, well, no. Anything that was defected, I think, yeah, would be in that land. And so they would give those toys away. But I remember this young girl opening up her, it's supposed to be a Jack in the Box. It was a Charlie in the Box because it was defected. So they couldn't call it a Jack in the Box. So they had to call it a Charlie in the Box. But she loved that toy. Now, I personally identified with the toy because it wasn't, actually as perfect as it was you know it was it wasn't jack it didn't live up to the jack in the box it still functioned but it was a def something I, I don't know what was defective on i forgot maybe it didn't pop out right or something i don't even remember i just remember watching it i don't know why now i know why but as a little girl i identified with the toy and i guess it spoke to how i felt inside dysfunctional maybe not able to articulate that it was dysfunction maybe feeling dysfunctional or different 
you know, something's wrong with me, you know, because I went through childhood trauma as well. But as, as you get older and you realize, oh, I felt that way because this happened to me or I've witnessed this whatever. and you feel like I'm the only one going through it or and I'm not fitting in with the my peer group, you know, around me. So all of that. So now I we'll understand. But now I we'll understand that the misfit actually is a blessing. It was never meant for me to be, it's not meant for any of us to be exactly like the next person. But what I'm saying is some people get stuck in their life living this way. And so they deal with, I'm feeling depressed a lot. I'm feeling sad, going inside of themselves, isolating themselves, having an antisocial disorder. You know, they just, you know, just always want to be by themselves because they never feel like they can fit in or they don't know how to interact with other people and things like that. And that, and that takes over your life. That's depressing. So I don't want you to be in that kind of state. Oh, come out of that. So I've learned that, you know what? It was I was meant to be that way. There are other people who actually feel that way. And so I can share my story. Just like I just gave a little partial part of one of my stories. And help inspire somebody else to embrace their own um, quality and value and differentness. <laughs> You know, what makes them different and, spe and realize that's special, not necessarily special when you, when we used to tease when we was young, it's not, it's not even funny, but you know, you say crazy stuff when you're young, like, oh, look, you're getting a little special school bus, you know, but we were sad to people who didn't have any kind of problems or disabilities, you know, as a joke, but it's like, you don't want to feel what you call a person with special needs. And feeling like that's a negative thing. And that's not a negative thing. But what I'm saying is some people feel they take it to a negative, in a negative light and go, oh, gosh, I'm just, you know. No. So I've realized, like, that's a good thing for me. That's what's helped me. Now I'm like, I'm glad. I wasn't glad when I was young because you deal with, you know, a little bit of the identity crisis or trying to fit in with a peer group and maybe not getting along with some peers and or finding the ones you do get along with and going through all those growing pains don't do not feel good at all when you have um faced or dealt with a lot of um uh, negative interaction negative engagement with your peer group you know they don't like you because you're different. And then you get older and embrace everything I say you need to embrace about yourself and realize I love who I am. I love that I'm different. And I love that my life and story resonates with somebody. Somebody feels the way or felt the way I felt or experienced similar things. And so that is my audience. That is my tribe, you know, my community. And so there's always a community of people. That's why people look for groups to join. People who are like-minded. You know what I'm saying? That's the power of it. Because you see things like eye to eyes. Like you see me. We here. We here. We here. And so that's what it's all about. And sometimes if you find just that one or two person that you connect with, it's on. And like the young people say, it is on and popping. <laughs> and so once you feel that, it's like, ah, oh, because that feels good. God didn't meant for us to be alone. So no, you cannot isolate yourself. God intended for us, if he ordained families, he ordained marriage, relationships, friends, support. And that's what the role that the church even play. Believers strength state they strengthen one another by com coming together collectively. You know, believing the same thing, having a like-mindedness like-mindedness and so they strengthen each other they build each other up they, they are pour into each other they pray for each other they uh invest in each other in different on different ways make sure everybody have all things in common 
And if you want to see that picture in the Bible, go to the book of James and you'll get a bigger picture of the family of God, what the purpose of the family of God is. And that's what church is, you know, and then you just have a leader who helps to keep everybody in that circle tight and to watch out for the naysayers, the critics, the ones who want to come and crucify you because they realized we're in a race together and we have to stay in this together so we have to be one you know so that's a whole nother thing <laughs> but anyway i hope somebody was touched by this you are on the cutting edge you are the cutting edge you are you are not the cookie cutter you're not like everybody else you know those cookie cutter neighborhoods where every house look alike every house is the same I don't like those type of neighborhoods when it comes to home ownership. I, I, I like a home that is different than every other house on the block, okay? I have my own um, feel to it, my own uh, creativity put inside of the home. All of that, my own character. That's what make it different. And that's a good thing. I love seeing the different. I actually like being around people who decided to do something that's not popular of what everybody else is doing. I love that because that pulls on that um, difference in me. What makes me different? Like, I like that. The per the odd man, you know, that we call the odd person. <laughs> but anyway, I went on long enough. I want you to have a wonderful, wonderful Monday. I want you to have a wonderful rest of your week. Oh, let me tell you about my course that I have. I'm building now. So some of you, by the time you see this video, you can go straight to Get Your Life Back Academy. That is my academy online where I have several courses and it's courses I'm building where you can sign up for my Purpose Passion Finder workshop. Those, These are for those of you who know you have more to do. You have greatness in you and you just need to find a way to get clarity on what it is, what you possess, what specific skill or talent or gift strength that you have you can use as a message you can use as a brand you can use um to help you maybe start a business or something a ministry whatever it is that that you have and that's going to be the premise and foundation on what you on what you build it on you need to know what that is but you need help trying to zero in on what that is and then where to take it from there if that is you sign up for my purpose passion finder workshop now, I'm working on that. So that's not available right now. It's going to be available either between December and January. Because, of course, when you start building stuff, you get more ideas like, oh, I want to throw this in there. Oh, this would be a blessing to people. I want to get people this tools and these strategies. So, you know, but I'm building it now. But that's something that I'm working on. But I want you to visit Get Your Life Back Academy online and see um, the things that I'm going to be having available so you can be part of that tribe as well. But um, because we need that. We need coaching. We need support. We need help. Sometimes it's just a matter of being a part of a webinar or a course that opens up your mind and idea. And then you're like, oh, and then you stop thinking of things. And then you go ahead and do you and be great. <laughs> anyway, have a great, 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 great day, great week. Love you. God bless you. Until we meet again.